This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Welcome, everybody, to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Woody. I am Sarah. And this is the one with the Q&A bit, the AEW Q&A show where you ask the questions and we try to answer them. And answer them we shall. Um, but before we get into those answers and the questions, because the questions come before the answers, we want to remind you to check out all of our content. Our Dynamite reviews, Rampage reviews, Q&As, topic discussions, interviews, and reviews and previews of pay-per-views. Also, don't forget to give us a follow on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. And don't forget to hit that notification bell on Twitter for updates on everything we're doing, including these Q&A threads. Mm. So you can get some questions in. Also, don't forget to give us a follow on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you podcast at. And if you like the show, give us a five-star review on iTunes. So, Sarah. Yeah? Are you ready to try to answer some questions? Yes, let's go. All right. Our first one is from Kevin. So Kevin wants to know that down the line at Double or Nothing, if possibly we're going to have a play on words with the main event of that show and that we will have a triple threat match at Double or Nothing for the world title between Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson, and Adam Page. So do you think that's a possibility uh, and would that be an awesome match? I think I know the answer to that. <laughs> it will be an the awesome second match, one. 100%. Um, I think, like you, I'm not a big fan of triple threat matches for titles. Yeah. Just because it seems slightly unfair. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> but, it I mean, it could legit happen. Like, I wouldn't, like, you know, put anything past mm-hmm. um, AEW on that type of thing. Um, but... But can I be really mean and remove Kenny? <laughs> and Adam John Moxley. Okay. So you're cool with him in a triple threat match as long as Moxley's in it, is what you're yeah. saying, right? Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> you're just you're fine with any match with Moxley in at this point. You miss yeah. Moxley. You I just miss Moxley. Moxley. I do. Okay. I, I yeah, I, I I'm not a fan of, of triple threat matches when a title is on the line. I'm I'm okay if, like, say, you know, it's for, like, a number one contendership, something like that. Mm. I'm more okay with it that way. I just, I hate that the championship can be lost without the champion actually losing. Yeah. That always bothered me. I wasn't a fan of it. In rest. Not, th- not to say you can't have really good matches with triple threats, and that's not what I'm saying. It just from a sports-based side of things, it's there's part of that that always bothered me with triple threat mm. matches because that's not how sports work, really. You know, it's mm-hmm. the champion's still going to have to lose at some point to lose yeah. the championship, you know. Um, however, 
that match would be awesome. And I think if the only way you could get to that where I might enjoy and we've we've seen it one time before, and that was Orange Cassidy, Pac, and Kenny Omega. And that was a great match. So I'm, that's an example of how you can tell a really awesome match or have a really, really great match with a triple threat, even if I'm not a huge fan of them. Mm. Because I really enjoyed that match. It might have been my favorite match on that card. And Kenny, um, Kenny retained, so at least yeah. it makes sense in that sense. Exactly, yeah. It, it, but had he lost, I would have had a, you know, yeah, you would have loved it, but. Oh, yeah. It would have bugged me had he lost that and never gotten pinned. That would have bugged me. Um, and it's also, a lot of times that's used, in the past, it's been used as a crutch to to allow somebody to lose uh, without actually losing to save them, you know, to yeah. where they're not uh, taking a loss. And I, I, I don't like using that as a crutch either. And I know that's what it's used as. Um, but with, with, I know you want mocks in it, but with this, with this storyline with Adam Page and Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega with Brian Danielson and Adam Page with Brian Danielson, there is a story there. That's where Kevin's going with this, where you could tell a story where it makes sense story-wise for there to be a triple threat. And it, it could be where Adam Page just doing Cowboys, where he's like, you know what? Let's do it. I'll I'll mm. challenge both of y'all. Both of y'all join, get me in the ring because he's that confident that he's going to figure out a way to win this match. Yeah, you know, and that's where that comes from. It, it's it's not where he's being forced to defend against two guys. He's making that decision. Screw it, I'll take on both of y'all, and I'll still whip both of y'all at the same time. Yeah, you know, it's just a cowboy thing to do. You know, from from his perspective, and as a as a babyface that won't back down from anything where he brings the challenge to them. So I think there's a story you can tell where it could be compelling and make sense and could possibly win me over as somebody that doesn't like triple threats. Uh, but that being said, no, I would still rather see a one-on-one match for a world title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But After I, me I, explaining why I'd like it, I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I still don't want it, but I, I do think you could, I, I'm, I could be won over uh, by it uh, with a good story. So, And they mm. don't do it that often. Uh, again, we've only seen it one time with a title. I don't think there's been any other title defended no. that way other than that one world title match. That's, that's an awesome scenario, though. A good mm-hmm. question because it's, a, it's, it's a, a definite possibility. And the mm. fact that you're talking about putting it off until double or nothing makes sense because we would be skipping Revolution mm. because Kenny Omega is recovering now so um, from from surgeries and injuries. So mm. um, it, it'll be a little while till he comes back. So double or nothing might be a, a good target time for something like that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, you do you have the next question, madam? I do. All right. It is from Ted the Hellbilly Heel. All right. He's put sorry retreat from Sarah about this. So does Fuego live under the ring now? And also predictions for breakout star in 2022, male and female. Uh, so yes, we, we think that Fuego must live under the ring now. Yeah. Uh, I assume he has like a little mini apartment under there mm-hmm. with like a little 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 flat screen TV, maybe an Xbox. Is uh, he is his like get away from the missus and the kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I'm, I'm sure that they have Wi Fi in the arenas, right? Yeah, so he, he's got his little setup under there. He's he's playing some you know some games and and catching up on some Netflix shows. And uh, I think that you know the book of Boba Fett just came out on Disney Plus, so he's probably. He's probably probably watching that, you know that kind of stuff. So. His missus is ringing up and he's going, "I can't talk. I'm at work." 
I'm working right now. And she's like, I'm watching it and I can't see you. <laughs> yeah. I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy in the back with stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing wrestling stuff. I'm doing wrestling stuff. Wrestling stuff. Um, yeah. So, yeah, definitely lives under the ring for sure. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, breakout star for 2022, male and female. Male and female. My female breakout star is going to be Julia Hart. I th- okay. I think they're going to tell some type of story. I've, obviously, they got something going with, with Malachi Black. But I mm. think there's maybe a deeper story they're telling with her. Uh, okay. We've been, we've been kind of talking about that. If she joins the House of Black, I mm-hmm. think that's where they're going to go. And I think they're going to add layers to her character with that story. Uh, because of that, she's going to get more ring time because uh, mm. she's involved with them. I think she has a chance to really um, blossom as a character in that role on, on TV this year. So uh, she's my pick for, for the female side breakout. Uh, male, I'm going Ricky Starks. I <sighs> think, and I know some people will say he's already a breakout star. Uh, I don't think he's had near enough no. time to be considered that. I think this year is the year of Ricky Starks. By the end, by this time next year, by January 2023, we're going to be talking about should Ricky Starks be a world t- world champion in 2023. That's where we're going to be at. I think he will have that type of year where he will be in serious discussions for an actual world title run. So this is the year of Ricky Starks. Period. In okay. the story. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about you? So, for the female side, Jade Cargill. Um, I mm-hmm. really think she's going to do amazing things having that TBS um, title. And I can't wait to just kind of Show all the haters, you know, you know, naughty words, you. <laughs> so, got a um, couple of haters. Got yeah, a couple, couple of haters. haters. She um, she does that so much better than I do. I was hoping you would do it. <laughs> a couple of haters. Um, but also, I want to add Layla Hirsch into it because we need Layla Hirsch because <laughs> she's just phenomenal. Um, listen up, Taz. Listen up, Taz. Yeah. Well. But yeah, so both of them, please. Um, so you need them on TV, AJW. That's a good start to put them. Um, and for the men's side of things, I'm going to go with two again. Cheater. Um, no. Cheater. Um, so my first one is Dante Martin. Mm, good pick. I can legit see him, you know, elevating mm-hmm. up and... Getting near the TNT title, possibly. Mm-hmm. Get a taste. Um, yeah. And the other one is Daniel Garcia. Oh, that's, that's a really good pick, too. I mean, uh, he could literally get up to the TNT thing as well. So He could have the TNT belt by the end of the year, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, that's, those are good picks. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw one bonus since you did those. I got to okay. cheat, too. Um, Sean Dean. Uh, yes. I want to somehow keep him on an undefeated streak. Yeah. <laughs> MJF is still really annoyed. He like tweeted something out. It's like, I'm out of sign. And by the way, Sean Dean didn't win. 
I would. I love to see how somehow this become a thing where I, I don't know. You want to push it too far? Because yeah. You don't, want, you don't want Shondine to become like a comedy thing. Yeah. But but it would be quite hilarious to somehow he keeps getting victories, and for some reason, and it, it might not always be legit how he gets these wins, but he keeps picking up victories, and he's like, by the time halfway through the year, he's like forty two and zero. He's like, how did we get here? <laughs> You know what? I would, look at the if, rankings, if, and he's getting a world title shot. If they did that, DQ finishes. If they did yeah. that, and he got up to like where he could challenge for the world title, what would be an really interesting thing is MJF to come in and go right. Well, you have you say you beat me, so put your world title opportunity on the line and beat me. Yeah, and, and it takes him down then. Yeah. So yeah, that would that would be cool. You, you tell a little long term story between him and yeah. MJF. As MJF is in Wardlow. <laughs> yeah. And it would be a total, uh, you know, uh, heel heat moment for oh, MJF yeah. to take that away from Sean Dean, too. Because yeah. everybody, lo- everybody loves the captain. Come of on. Of course. Apart from the I extras. Think, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, last question. Uh, this is a fun one from Adam. Okay. Uh, what should be on a poll? <laughs> I can't even say it. What should what should be on a poll in AEW's first on a poll match? <laughs> what? <laughs> I just Don't think that, wrestling. I think I, I, every time I think about on a poll match, I think of WCW back in the day. It seemed like there's and there might not have been that many on a poll matches in WCW, but it felt like there was every other week there was something, <laughs> um, something on a poll. So, uh. What could it be? So many, so many opportunities here. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could have um, Adam Cole on a pole for Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish from against the Elite. <laughs> okay, you you could even go, you know. You, the Young Bucks versus uh, Red Dragon yeah. with Adam Cole on a pole. You could go that route with it. Or Adam Cole on a pole, Britt Baker versus the Young Bucks, <laughs> who gets custody <laughs> of her man. Um, <laughs> uh, this is great. Um, I don't know. Uh, we could do Jungle Boy on a pole, Luchasaurus versus uh, Christian. <laughs> And we just keep putting people on a pole. I wish there was something else we could put on a pole instead of a person. How about at some point we could have Jericho and Sammy versus Santana Ortiz for ownership of the inner circle on a pole? Mm-hmm. I've got another um, one, but it's another person. How about Daniel Garcia on a pole and 2.0 versus Eddie Kingston? <laughs> And a handicap match. And yeah. Eddie's still gonna pull this one out. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, they don't they don't want to taste. Oh. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's that's probably the best we can do, I think. I think the Adam Cole one's absolute genius. Yeah. You can do so much with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that one. Um have Adam Cole on a forklift. And uh the winner gets the key to the forklift. <laughs> lower or you could put Adam Adam Cole's entire um, 
Twitch streaming platform on a poll Ooh. and him against Britt Baker. <laughs> oh, and the winner gets the, gets the use of the stream, huh? Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Okay. All right. Well, there are some... <laughs> ho- hopefully, hopefully one of those uh, works. That was our final question. Uh, and it was, a, it was a doozy for a last one because... Really, it's it's tough doing pole matches because uh, man, I, I I don't like those almost as much as I don't like triple threat matches. Honestly, um, as much as I loved WCW back in the day for the good things of it, there were some really bad things, and those were pole matches. <laughs> uh, thank y'all so much for the questions, though, and and thank y'all for listening. If y'all hung in there with us for this one, don't forget to give us a follow on Twitter at BeautyXTheBeard. Uh, you can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at strange underscore pixie. You can. And hit that notification bell so you can know when we have these tweets where you can get in on these questions because we'd love to hear from from everybody if you have questions for us. Yeah, notifications on the podcast Twitter. Yes. Otherwise, you'll just get random stuff from me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you want to get notifications from me. Definitely not from Sarah. But definitely (laughs) definitely from the channel, though. That's the good stuff. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's a good follower. Mm. Um, sometimes. But thank y'all so much for listening. Uh, y'all be good out there. Be good to each other. And we will see you on the next one. Bye-bye. I want to say J.K. Cargill. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I say that again? Jake, 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 whatever. So, Are you making up names? Yeah, you just right. need to edit that out. Um, no, no. Yes. No. Yes. Okay, maybe. <laughs>